Memorial Care Health System, Excellence in Healthcare, presents Weekly Dose of Wellness. Here's your host, Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about asthma and the flu. Our guest today is Dr. Jen Jen Chen, a pediatric pulmonologist at Miller Children's and Women's Hospital in Long Beach. Welcome, Dr. Chen. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on the show. So asthma triggers often are harmless to most people, but certain substances like weather conditions or even other diseases like the flu can make life very, very difficult for a child with asthma. What can happen when a child with asthma gets a cold or the flu? So, I mean, when you and I have the flu, it kicks us probably pretty hard. Um, so you can imagine when a child, especially a small child, gets the flu on top of asthma, um, what asthma does, and this is just, Anecdotally, uh, I'm going to go into a little metaphor because my mom told me when I cook, I should never pour oil down the drain, right? Because uh-huh, it right. coats the pipe, makes it thicker, and essentially that's what happens when you get a colder flu. Imagine your pipe as the airways, and so when you have an infection, any kind of respiratory infection, your airways will get thicker. So that's that coating. And on top of that, if you have an underlying asthma, what asthma is is very sensitive airways. It is a lot of inflammation, so very thick airways. Mm-hmm. You start off with thick airways, and on top of that, you get more uh, thicker airways because of the inflammation. And at some point, the air is it's very difficult for the air to get in and out of the um, your lungs. And so that's, that's what happens when a kid with asthma gets the colder flu on top of that. Wow, that sounds tough. All right. Now, how can a colder flu trigger an asthma attack? Well, it really has to do with your immune system, and I don't want to get in the method bulk of it, but basically what happens is when you get a virus, usually a virus, a respiratory infection, that virus will trigger a certain path in the immune system and it will release certain chemicals, so to speak, that will actually trigger an asthma attack. And so for an asthma attack, that is when your airways will, um, as I mentioned, uh, become more inflamed. But on top of that, it can cause what we call bronchospasms, which are when your airways will shrink because they're so reactive. And so that leads a child to have coughing, wheezing. Um, they'll complain that they can't get air in very much. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the serious complications the flu can cause for kids with asthma and other respiratory conditions? Oh, geez. I actually just got off of uh, being in the hospital, and um, it, it can hit very quickly and very hard. And I think that the rapidness of how quickly these symptoms can escalate is um, probably the most worrisome part because when you're talking about a child and how small their airways are, they don't have a large caliber to work with. And on top of that, so you have the asthma that um, a child has and when the diameter of your airways gets small enough that the air can't get it out, it's it's pretty much like if you were taking a, a straw and just putting it on your mouth and breathing in and out from the straw. And um, you can imagine that uh, the, the complications can range anywhere from having an overlying pneumonia because of just a simple cold or flu to, you know, being in the ICU. And the reason for having more infection, like on top of the virus, you have some kind of bacterial infection like a pneumonia, um, is because when you have asthma, when you have a cold, you have a lot of mucus in there, like everybody knows, but that mucus stays. And it's trapped by those smaller airways, and it doesn't go anywhere. So usually, um, when we have a cold, we can cough it up, 
pretty easily because we didn't have a larger lungs than your average child. Um, and on top of it, we don't have asthma. Um, so what happens is when you have asthma, everything gets trapped in there. The mucus is a perfect incubation for bacteria just, just to overpopulate. And then, on, and then you start getting pneumonia. And then with that, all the complications from pneumonia to yes. the point where you can end up in the ICU. So terrible, so terrible. So let's talk about uh, some of the ways that families can help prevent the flu. Sure. And a lot of it really is um, sort of the common sense that I know a lot of parents are being know about. So washing hands, things like that. But the most important thing I think to know about the flu is that it's, it's transmitted by droplets in the air. So um, I suggest that parents go out and take a look at that YouTube video where you look at uh, someone who's coughing and see how far the droplets can spread. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little scary. Um, it, it's, it's quite a few feet, actually. So um, that the sneezing, the um, coughing, that can all spread the flu. Um, so preventively, if you do have cold symptoms, flu symptoms, it's great to wear a mask. And then vice versa, um, hand washing, just, just staying away from people who are coughing and teaching kids about that uh, would be the best. Okay. And who actually should get a flu vaccination? Um, the flu vaccination should really be received by everyone unless your doctor specifically otherwise says so based on your medical history. Um, there are certain types of flu vaccinations that are appropriate for those who have asthma and those who don't. Uh, for instance, we have a flu vaccination that's injected, which is um, uh, kind of the, the, the dead virus just to boost your immune system. And that's what um, kids with asthma should be getting. Um, and then as opposed to the uh, nasal um, administration of the flu virus, um, and that's just it's the same flu vaccine, um, but it, that's not indicated for kids with asthma. Got it. And what should parents do if their child with asthma catches the flu? I would honestly, if you had a, if your child had asthma and, and he or she got the flu, I would just give a quick call to the doctor just to let them know about the symptoms, only because, um, because it can spiral so quickly. Yeah. Um, it, within a day or two, it could potentially get much worse. Um, it's often difficult to find a doctor at night. And um, it's just to, good to give your doctor a heads up that, you know, um, this is happening. And then on top of that, a lot of the kids with asthma have um, something called albuterol, which is also known as a rescue inhaler. Um, if they do have albuterol on hand, I would start giving it earlier rather than later. It's really hard to play catch-up um, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with the flu and asthma. So if you give it earlier, it, it can kind of nip it in the bud, at least to uh, prevent those bronchospasms I was talking about earlier. I think that's just such a, a great idea to just call your doctor, give them a heads up, because your, your kid is so sick and you don't know whether to transport them to the doctor and if that will make them worse. And, you know, you just constantly second-guessing right, yourself. Right, it's scary. It's really scary when they, when they have the flu and asthma and, and when it goes so quickly. At least your doctor can help you out, you know. And you just don't want to deal with it at like 3 a.m. Yeah like, yeah, like it always happens with kids. That's always the thing, and I'm wondering how can parents determine when it's time to call their child's doctor? Anytime you're worried. I think parents have the best radar, honestly. They know their kids the best. They have their gut instincts. Um, anytime that starts flaring. Otherwise, specifically, when your child has problems breathing, in terms, it can be anything. Um, kids are different. So some kids will say, um, I can't, uh, like an elephant sitting on my chest. Or yeah. some kids will say that um, uh, we'll be coughing throughout the night um, and they'll be struggling to breathe. I mean, at that point, it's, a, it's, it's definitely you should call your doctor. But again, calling your doctor early, there's no problem with that. That's what we're here for. 
great. And is the cough, does it sound different when uh, the flu is involved? That is a really good question. So um, when the when flu is involved, there's not actually so much of a cough. Um, you find more of cough, stuffy noses in a cold. Um, in flu, it's just they get hit hard in terms of uh, you get tired, very tired, very fatigued, a lot of body aches, very high fevers. Um, the coughing can be an issue, especially if they have asthma, but it's not that congested coughing that you see with colds. Okay. Got it. And Dr. Chen, where can families go to find mm-hmm. out more information about asthma management at treatment at Miller Children's? I think the best place to start would be our website because it really has a lot of uh, patient information and uh, contacts and resources. Mm-hmm. And that's at www.millerchildrenshospitallb.org and then slash pulmonary. Sounds good. And any final thoughts before we wrap up today? No, just take care of your kids, take care of yourselves and uh, have a very healthy 2017. And get your vaccination, right? (laughs) And get your vaccination, yes. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dr. Chen, for your time today. We really do appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for having me. For information or to listen to a podcast of this show, please go to memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. And that is all for this time. I am Deborah Howell. Thank you so much for listening, and have yourself a terrific day, and sleep well tonight.